When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This was this was supposed to be potentially the greatest podcast of all time. Am, yeah. I, am I right? Oh, you're right. Because of this, this was a, because of this, was because of the snack that we chose, and yeah. I, I was elated when you called and brought me in from my yard work mm-hmm. to say, "How about this?" And instantly we were both like, oh. you know, I mean, it takes you, you know me. It takes it takes a lot to have me like to put, bring you in. put down the rake and the clip, oh, you and, love the rake. and the clippers and and bolt you love the clippers, and, 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 yeah, and, you love the hoe, yeah. You you love the spade. I love the spade you, and the hoe, and I love the I love the work. I love the work you have to put in. Yeah, and um, I if like you've to, ever I like, seen Tom's I like yard. To get my hands oh, dirty. It, it, you love it. You just love I, to dig your hands into that soil. Yeah, I, I am, and I feel like I'm communing with nature a little bit. Like you know, I I, I know that the hedges and whatnot are complaining like oh you're cutting me you're hurting but i'm mm-hmm. like it's for your own good you're going to grow this pain is going to make you a better hedge you're you're mm-hmm. you're going to grow because of this time i'm putting in because that time equates to love you don't know it yet but you don't have to know it you're going to flourish because of this attention i'm giving you and i get something out of it and so it takes a lot to bring me in from the yard work mm-hmm. but then you're like Texting me Come like texting me like crazy. Hey, you got? Can I borrow twenty? And I'm um, I'm largely gonna like I- ignore those and like, hey, uh, I I just got out of my uh, my seminar. What seminar, Michael? Well, my inappropriate comment seminar and yeah. my, my learning how to address um, people who don't you look like me. Seminar, what's crazy is like I didn't it, even know we had an HR department. Yeah, I didn't even know. Sure. Well, how do you think we can be a mono? Like, how can we be the top? This, this is what amazes me about you. You're so shockingly, and you're just you're like a, a raptor with your intelligence. You're just you're you're fast and you're quick. And then there's gaps that show like how how the the person can win a Nobel but but not know how to walk down a street the right direction and tie their shoes. You know. Uh, I don't know how they can win that Nobel Peace Prize and then be such a drunkard and so cruel to their family and yet so intelligent in their chosen um, pathway of life. It's right. All these dichotomies. What are you're, we- not saying I, you're not saying I want a Nobel. You're not saying I'm a drunkard who's cruel to his family. Not in so many words, I'm not. Um, okay. I think it's clear to, to most that you haven't won a Nobel. A Nobel. But with you, right. what's interesting is I feel like I can safely add on the addendum yet. Because yeah. if I were to pick anyone to win a Nobel, it, yeah. it, 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 would, it would be Obama. 
But then after Obama, he got one. He got one. Oh, he's got he got one. He got one. All right. So after Obama, who who Mar- who say it? Probably Marie Curie. Um, yeah, she got one. What? She got one. No, she She did. got one for chemistry. She got one for chemistry. Oh, okay, okay. Well, that's radium. She's the only. She got okay. two of them actually. She she has two of them. All right, let's get let then let's delve into the the world of arts. Let, let's let's just pick like because you're in the world of arts. Can we agree? Oh yeah. All right, so I mean, like, that's what uh, Bob Dylan. And then after Bob Dylan, he got one. He got one for literature. What? He got one for literature, literature? of all things. What? Yeah, he gave him one for literature. What, 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 those what, what, dumb, what books? Those what books? dumb Swedes. They gave him one for literature. How about Dylan? Do you think maybe we could? Because then we'd all get to meet him. Do you know, Paris, that is not why we assigned the Nobel Peace Prize. What is it we called? We should give him Peace one. We, sh- but we should give him one, though, for books or songs. We don't have one for songs. Paris, we know that you're always at the parties uh, playing Blown in the Wind. I have to tell you, most of us here in the committee, we don't want to hear Blown in the Wind every time there's a party. And yet you insist on playing it. We know that you have the original albums and we know that you have some signed albums and we know that... In, in your drinking room, you've got some of the albums on the walls and all the gold records. But really, all of us here at the Peace, at the Peace Prize Selection Committee for the Nobel, we're, we're focused on doing what's right for the world and those that have contributed in ways that make the world a better place. Don't you see that? Yeah, but don't you think uh, it would be cool to meet Bob Dylan? Sure, everybody wants to meet Bob Dylan. Come don't on, you man. Think? Come on, man. Hey, don't you think that everybody, don't you think that I want to meet Bob Dylan and, and have I a think... sauna with Bob Dylan and maybe take him for a walk? And maybe like, can... who knows what's going to happen? Maybe with the shirts off in the sauna, then something happens. So fine. I, I, I like to be with everybody that wants to be with me. And if Dylan wants to be with me, who am I to say that it's not going to be something wonderful? Maybe it is. I don't know. It could be. I love him and he loves me. And now we live in a little place with a nice little garden and some little tiny elves out, outside. And welcome to my house and Bob Dylan's house. And everybody comes. No, you're right, Christoph. You're right. We should not give him a well, Nobel. Now that I think of it, you know. No, Christoph, you're right. It was a, it was a bad idea that I had. Well, and I think maybe we should table it the way we table whether they are viewers or not. Harris, you know, the, the, Nobel, the Nobel Committee must grow. It cannot just be a bunch of white males thinking, the only thing we can do is what's good for white males. And so maybe you're right. Music appeals to everybody. And there's no better musician over history and time than Dylan. And if Dylan... But you're now, right. He's a white male. I think we. I think maybe we should but, not. But is he, though? Think, like, is he, though? Like, is his music white male music? Or, or does it appeal to everybody? And if he comes... Mostly white men, older white men. I think you're right. Right, but I think, but I think music soothes the savage breast. And if he's like, Dylan is soothing my breast and we're there together and these curly locks are flowing upon my, my heaving chest in the night, we're over there by the, by the dam where the waterfalls outside and it's the steam is rising off in the night into the crystalline sky. And I find myself wondering if this is why I've all been alive this whole time because it's me and Bob Dylan and nobody else. And look there, look there, that's the Northern Lights. Can you believe it, Bob? Can I call you Robert? No, your last name is Zimmerman. I wonder if maybe like we shouldn't just retire back to the fire and my place and where things go, they go, Bob. Maybe we should award him the prize. But after Dylan, who do you think? You. I think like yeah. I think you're right there in terms of the world of arts. You haven't won one yet. But I think that I think the world is clamoring for your vision. And well, and you know my you know my submission. What, uh, is it um, 
I think it's, uh, I think it's, I, I mean, it's music and lyrics by Michael Ian Black and Tom Cavanaugh, but, mm -hmm. but really it's, I give you full credit for this creation and would it be, put a linky in my stinky. Yeah. But you got the, you got the lyrics slightly wrong, but, just slightly wrong. Oh, it's, it's oh, your, yeah. Oh, sorry. Go ahead, go put ahead. the linky in your stinky. Put, a, put, the, put, the, put, put the linky in your stinky. Right. And do you want to explain to the viewers, and again, we have to table whether the viewers are not, uh, do you want to explain to the viewers what that is? Sure. Uh, so this came about, it's it's something that I've been workshopping for a while. Um, it's, gone, it's gone through a lot of drafts. It's, uh, it, you know, people say, you know, why do you do what you do? Do you do it for the for the commercial success? No, 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 no. No, no. I love it when I have, I love it when I have commercial success, but that's not why I do it. This, in particular, was a really personal piece. It was a labor of love, and the backstory is um, earlier today, I had to send Tom a link for Zoom because we record over Zoom, and you know, there's a process. There's a there's a there's a, a multi-step process that I do, and I'm not going to bore you with that. But basically, I talk to the switchboard gals, and we have a protocol, and they generate for me a Zoom link. Mm -hmm. I took that link, I put it in an email, and then I I wrote um, a little note to accompany it, and this is where I feel like I reached my goal. And that goal. The note said that goal is to create an enduring work of art that lasts through the ages. And the note said, "Put a linky, put the linky in your stinky." And that. And then, and then I enclosed the link. And that was the work of art. Yeah, yeah although I don't think you need the actual link for the for the work of art to stand on its own. So put the linky in your stinky. Uh, to me. Yeah, it's genius. I don't know if, this, I don't know if that's my legacy. Look, if it is, but I feel like, worse but I feel like, I, I, when I put the music to it, put a linky in, which I love. Stinky. I love the, I love the music, and I think it elevates it. In the sense that the message there is is everything, and it inspires. It's art inspiring art. It, it, it's so good. Put a linky in your stinky that I just the the music came out of me. So in in other words. You created both. I'll get credit for the the actual notes, I guess, but really, it's it's your your creation. Um, put a link well, but now we're getting now we're getting to questions of inspiration. Where does inspiration come from? Is it, are we divinely touched? What 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 is that spark that allows us to do this work that we do? Um, and I can no more take credit for the words put a link in your stinky then you can for the music i didn't write the music you did or you know we or you might say somebody else did and we're just vessels i don't know all i know is at the end of the day we've got this thing and and and, and you know what's crazy i don't even feel like it's ours anymore like now it's just out in the world it's just taking on its own life i think so you know? I, th I think you're, i think you're right i think like in real time the viewers will table whether the viewers are hearing this and they're all coming up with put a linky in your stinky. And maybe they'll take that and like you say, inspire themselves. And they'll be like, um, they'll be like Peyton Manning in those, in those uh, 
commercials where they're just they're they're humming the the ditty and they'll be like I've got to go to my yard work or they'll just yeah, be yeah. adding whatever it is to the linky in my stinky. Well, if and, they do that, I'll sue them. No, no, of course you'll make a. That's where you'll make the commercial success. Really, that's, I think is yeah. When that's you, where like, the money you, comes. You have in. your your team of lawyers um, clamp down on that. What's interesting to me also about how something works on a number of levels is like it works on the the level of inspiring people, but also like in 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 terms of what it means. I I was questioning you. Is like so the 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 stinky part of it. You say put a linky, that's referring to the Zoom link. Yep. And then it, the the stinky is there right. to 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 rhyme. I I assume. Oh yeah, definitely rhymes. Yeah, I don't think yeah. you, I don't think there's any question no, about no, that. No, no, but that's why it's there. Like you chose that because it doesn't really make a, a massive amount of sense if I'm reading it correctly, and I don't even know that I am. So the linky is the Zoom link, and mm-hmm. then the stinky. Well, this is this is. This is why, this is what separates my art from maybe some more transient art, you know? Like homeless people art. Yeah. A lot of transient art, it, it's, it's, it's flash in the pan stuff, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, you, you look at somebody like Jeff Koons, mm-hmm. terrific artist, but very of the moment, you know? I don't know that we're going to be appraising a Jeff Koons sculpture 100, 200, 500 years from now, because it has a kind of surface quality to it. Mm-hmm. Put a linky in your stinky, I feel like, because of the, the, the choice of the word stinky, mm. there's a certain ambiguity there that I think is so tantalizing for people. And it's going to be something that I think not just common people are going to be looking at, but I feel like academia, academics, scholars are going to be really trying to unpeel the layers of exactly what I was talking about. You say uh, you're you're narrowing it down to the that actual the singular word stinky is going to ca- cause this debate and curiosity that will maintain itself over the years. Is that what you're saying? What I think is going to make the, this particular work enduring is not just the single word stinky. Mm-hmm. It's contextual. Stinky is where it lands, and I think it lands like a fucking bomb when you get there. But contextually. It's, is it a command? Is it a request? Is it a wish? Like, what's going on there? It really does land like a bomb, I think. Like, when I think of, like, like having to, like, uh, demolish a building, say, uh, you know, when I, when, I, when I think of Dresden, when I think of, like, uh, you know, um, awful things uh, that have to do with bombs, I think that you're, you're right on in terms of, like, uh, the, the forcefulness of... Yeah, there's the, an impact of, there. Of, ...of this art. Um, but... It, can I can I be common man and uh, sure. and ask questions and you don't have to answer them so uh, just just to kind of narrow it down and I'm not trying to quash any debate uh, right. by any stretch of the imagination but put a linky in your yep. stinky means put a, a zoom link in your butt your butthole okay and right so in your- Right up, right up the pooper. Right. And so does that maybe um, negate a bit of the debate, the fact that that's a, it is what it uh, says? No, it doesn't. No, okay. because, no, I don't think so. And because, because people wouldn't say, put a linky in your anus. Because too, no, you wouldn't say that. Too scientific? It's, it's crass. It's, it's, but it's, it's the actual correct name. 
And yet yeah, that, but there's some. I, it, it, I I think sometimes even being anatomically correct can be vulgar. If I say to you, "Put it in your pooper," that's got a that's got a certain level of fun to it. You sure, know, sure, that's a lot of fun. Um, but I didn't say put a linky in your pooper. Doesn't rhyme, right? Right. And it doesn't. Uh, so it yeah. doesn't have that same See, impact. That's why you're so right. Good. I didn't say put a linky said, in your butthole. When you said put a linky in your pooper, I'm like, what's better than that? But you're right. Put a linky in your stinky. Also, because stinky isn't what people use as the, uh, you just said pooper and, and right. butthole. I said anus. All like uh, uh, appropriate nouns common to, to describe. Uh, to, to, that's why it's Joycean. Right, but you said stinky, which is right. m- much more of a... Y- right, that's why it's Joycean, that's what I'm saying. Right, right. That's why it's Shakespearean, it's why it's, 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 it's uh, Carol-esque. I mean, it's... It, it, it's, it's and, and again, like, I'm not taking credit for it. I mean, I am, and I will when I accept the, the Nobel, but, yep. I, I, but it's divinely inspired, I feel like. I kind of feel like I, I want to get a preamble of what you think your acceptance speech might be. Will you, oh, man. Will, will you go to Sweden? Do you think? There's oh, a, I'd go. Yeah, and sure. I and 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 and, and um, I'd bring somebody. You know, obviously, you know who I'm bringing. Yes, thank you. Yeah. I'm bringing. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm probably going to bring Berbiglia because I don't think he's been there, and he would have a good time. Oh, feels like probably bring Berbig, yeah, but feels Berbigs. like I love like look, I love Mike Berbiglia as much as the the next funny guy, talented guy. I feel like. I feel like in terms of all the people that people sort of uh, are vaguely aware of their name but haven't really seen the stuff, he's mm-hmm. he's one of the top 200. Mike mm-hmm. Burr, and I've met- Berbiglia, Berbigs, yeah, great guy. Yeah, Berbiglia, and I've met uh, Mike because you know we're both sort of New York guys and he doesn't live in Manhattan. I'm pretty sure of that. Um, mm-hmm. Plus, I think he's had a, this is a perfect example. I think he's had a Broadway show yeah, he had a Broadway yeah, show. Yeah, he yeah. wrote. See, he wrote it. Yeah. See, the new one, it's called Terrific. Terrific show. Terrific if you, if show. you haven't seen it, haven't. you won't have an opportunity because it's closed. It's closed now. But he's got a new one coming out. I'm excited for that. Yeah. Yeah. Berbiglia. Yeah. Perfect choice but, to go but, with but, to Sweden. But I mean, like, we don't have that much to say to each other. No, I, that's a whole thing. Like, see, you and I, we can, we, we can, uh, correct me We if can I'm talk home, for hours. We talk all day. Like, we just, that's like, what we do. It just, it's, it just never stops. Well, that's not what we do. That's not what we do. We respect for women. But also, you know, like you and I, uh, we get a lot, uh, along like gangbusters. Matter of fact, uh, I came in from the yard work a couple of days ago, and I was sifting through the old photos. You know how you do? And and uh, what tumbled out of a box, Magic, was a, a bunch of Polaroids. Well, there's mm. one with uh, me dressed up as uh, um, uh, the KFC guy. Uh, mm-hmm. um, I want to say Hawthorne Leghorn, but that's not who it is. Colonel Sanders. Thank you. Much better. <laughs> as a matter of fact, um, I had somebody go like, you know what the... You know what the Louisville uh, airport is named after? It's Muhammad Ali. They're like, Colonel Sanders. I'm like, mm, okay. Anyway, that's just an aside. Um, and you're dressed up as a buzzing bee. And uh, the, really? two, the two of us are like this. <sighs> right? we, we, we couldn't look more content. You know? oh, we're having a great time. And I had scrolled underneath the Polaroid. Now that's the life, isn't it? <laughs> and mm-hmm. uh, because as I recall, you, we, we come up with this thing. We're like, you know, we come up with a little uh, comedic runner about, ah, this is the life. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, you know, oh, we 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 got a million of these we, uh, these we, little bits, we, these we, runners, we, these things. We got, uh, an, uh, an infinite number. Sure, and so I don't have any of that with Berbiglia. Right. And so my point, I think, is that I mean, it, our, I feel like I feel like my relationship with Berbiglia might be a little chilly at the moment. Why, why is you that? Know? You, you uh, he's gotten too big, too big. Nah, 
finger banged his wife. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, that's kind of oh that that would cast a rather cast a pall on the evening. Yeah, it did. Um, it really did. Uh, are you guys good now? Or uh... no, that's what I'm saying. It's real <laughs> chilly between us. I don't blame. I got to tell you, I don't. I mean, I've met uh, Mike, and he he's a grand soul. Um, yeah, uh, a, a, a grand soul. You know, he, I don't think he lives in Manhattan, um, so I don't see him that often. But yeah. uh, he'd love a trip to Sweden, though. I tell you that. Sure, but a couple things come to mind. One, not with me. One, one. Probably... If you've assaulted the most important person in in his life, I didn't assault her. It was consensual. Okay, come okay, on, right. man. Sorry, assault. I have Jesus. I have. I'm all about respect for women. Okay. All right. So. Um, We'll get get to that in in, in a second. Seems to me that a guy who's you have you're you're at odds and ends with. um, That there's some kind of issue with in terms of like a marital faithfulness, and you fall directly into this in the center of that. You don't communicate the way you and I communicate, and also the reason you're accepting this Nobel is for. <laughs> the ditty, put a linky in your stinky, which mm-hmm. is, if you were to look at it in the way like uh, words and music by John Lennon and Paul McCartney, this this mm-hmm. this applies here. It's like yep. this song is by, this ditty is by Michael Ian Black, words and music by Michael Ian Black and Tom Cavanaugh. And so I'm, listen, you you came up with it. You're the, you're the, you're the genius that inspired it. You, you right. get the That's Nobel, why. but it's always going to be, Michael Ian Black and, and Tom Cavanaugh, and it makes sense if it's a two-way first-class ticket to to Sweden. Yeah, that that maybe instead of Biggs, who, with whom you have a chilly relationship, maybe I'm the logical choice because the camera will want to pan to the guy that wrote the music. Yeah. Probably when you're up there on the stage giving your yeah, speech. Yeah, you're right. You're right. When you're right, you're right. Okay, good. You're absolutely, you're a hundred percent right, okay. but I already, right. I already asked Mike and right. I, I, I would, I asked him you, while you, you were, you did while you were talking. So you I sent the link this morning, uh, unbeknownst to you, I was going to create the music to it, but you were uh-huh. like, this is a sure file, sure fire Nobel Peace Prize winner. I better, yeah. oh, I see what you're doing. You're trying to patch things up with Burbigs. Oh uh, yeah. I mean. Oh, okay. I get it. And you think a trip to Sweden will do that? That'll like, he'll be like. No. No, no, okay. No, no so, probably not. Probably not. So maybe it's me and the camera can pan to me. And I then, already asked Mike. Asked, and what did he say? He hasn't responded okay, yet. I'm so, waiting. I'm waiting. Right. You're, we haven't spoken in a long time. Uh-huh. Well, if by the end so. of this podcast, maybe he doesn't respond, maybe I'll just go ahead and like, you know, like see if I can't, you know, throw my hat in the ring to be one of the persons that is uh, on the list for, uh, to be your plus one. For your Nobel I can't. Peace Prize. I can't. I wrote. I asked Reggie Watts. Reggie, you asked Reggie. Yeah. When? Who I barely know. Yeah. Again, it feels like he had nothing to do with nothing. Everybody loves. But he Reggie. likes music. He likes music. Yeah. No. I, I listen. I know Reggie. I think most people know that Reggie Watts likes music, um, but it's not lyrics, music, and lyrics by Black and Watts, is it? No. For the Nobel. No. For the Nobel. Don't you nope. think that maybe the, the committee is going to be like, and where is the other half of the creating team? Yeah. What will you say when they ask Fuck, you that? Fuck, you're right. You're, no, you're right. That's probably the first thing they'll ask. Yeah. Yeah. And I already asked him. I said, if Berbigs can't go, do you want to come to Sweden <laughs> with me to pick up a Nobel? 
<laughs> what did Watts say? He said, yeah. He said, of course. I guess he's no dummy. He's no. getting a free trip. Free trip Sweden. to Sweden? Fuck. If I get to attend the, the award show? Yeah. That seem a yeah. little... Maybe you write him back and Burbank's go like, hey, it just occurred oh, to me... I talk. can't. I can't. You can't do that. I can't. You can't, can't be like, hey, it just occurred to me that Tom Cavanaugh... No, because I want to do the right thing here, you know? Oh, you... Okay. And that's preventing you from explaining... Yeah, I want to do the right thing. What if like... Uh, what if McCartney was winning a Nobel mm -hmm. and he brought Reggie Watts instead of Lennon? Lennon's dead. I see your point. He's got to bring somebody, you I know? See, I see your point. He'd probably, he'd probably, he might bring Berbiglia. Paul might bring Berbigs? Maybe. Does he live in Brooklyn? Paul? I don't know where he lives. I assume Berbigs lives in Brooklyn. Anyway. Snack? Let's do the snack. Here's what's we're here's what we're really excited about. Um, and again, uh, we didn't really get into the whole HR uh, department, but with the with the Burbigs tale, we can see why this may very well be Michael's last episode. <laughs> um, uh, he's gonna probably uh, have to like take a sojourn from uh, social media um, uh, after uh, after they that. really chewed me out. They really chewed me out sure. over at HR. Sure, they. Oh man. Yeah, and you didn't even know we had an HR department. Didn't so even like, know they were so there. You're like, uh, hey. Tom, uh, explain to me what the her depth is, and I'm like, oh, it's not, God. it's not the her, Michael. That's the, that's, oh. that's the, that's the HR. Um, he's yeah. like, what? and you're like, what? We have a HR department. What? Well, that I feel like I feel now. I feel like that's a little bit patronizing because you know I live in the deep south. Yeah, and then but in fairness, you're you're, you're in the great blue state of Georgia. So deep That's south, right. I'm in the great blue state of Georgia. And you know I live in the deep south. So when you put on that hillbilly accent, it, you're not only insulting me, you're insulting my people. Like, the, uh, like the, all the good, uh, the all black, the good southern people. The black family? Oh, no. the people of the south. Good southern people. Uh-huh. I'm insulting you. When I you say, you're making us, you're making us, yeah, you're making us sound, oh. What? HR department? What? I'm going to text HR right now about this. I'm you, texting you, HR text right them? now about this. You have yeah. them in your... Uh, I do now because I have to check in with them. You want to read back some of the texts that you've been exchanging with the HR department? Yeah. I didn't know. I didn't know, to, right? I didn't know they did that by text. They're monitoring well, you. You have to like, it's like a parole officer. You got to check in. Yeah, I have to check in now. Oh, okay. Well, what kind of things okay. do they... What kind of things did they say? Okay, so the first one was... This is Peggy from the HR department. Can you please give me a call? Mm -hmm. And I wrote back, whoa, like that. W-H-A. Like W-H-A. Question mark, question mark, question mark, question mark, question mark, question mark. Right. And she, yeah. So she immediately texts back. She says, this is Peggy. I'm with the human resources department. It's come to our attention that you said some offensive, potentially offensive things. Um about some of our employees can you please give me a call mm -hmm. and then she left her number yeah so i didn't call no i no. texted you texted i didn't call okay i was like i said i said uh i wrote a one one period i didn't know we had an hr department yeah nice to meet you peggy two very nice what did i say right and she said and so the, the, the next text is you don't want some to, of the you don't want to be a no, that's the last thing I want to be. Right. She said, some of the switchboard girls have been complaining. And she didn't say girls. 
Right. She said operators. Some of the she people, said operators. Some of the people that work at Mike and Tommy Snacks, you mean? Yeah. Okay. She said some of the switch girl, uh, switchboard operators right. have been complaining. And then I was, and then I was totally bewildered because uh -huh. I didn't know, I didn't know where I'd gone wrong. I mean, nobody's nicer to the switchboard gals than me. Well, you know, if I can, nobody, just, if I can just devil's advocate you right there, you know, yeah. they're, they're people, we work at this company and they work at this company and they're equal em employees. Are they, Absolutely. are they world famous? Like we are? Uh, no. no. Does that Nobody make a difference? It, it, do, it does not. They're, they're wow. gainfully employed and we are gainfully employed to create something and put it out there. And we have, a, we have marketing team, you know, we have publicity team. We have, we have an we have, HR team. I know that. We have, we, yeah, we, exactly, exactly right. We, we have all the kinds of like modern uh, stuff that you're supposed to have to keep a business flourishing. And um, when you say uh, switchboard gals, it, it mm -hmm. kind of feels like you're ste stepping back to like uh, the days of 1940 and newspaper magnates, you know. Um, I, well, I, I, well, there's a switchboard, okay? Okay. And there's four gals women. who run it. Women. Uh, okay. Four women right. who run it. Yeah. Or people, and, or people, because really, you know, like gender specificity doesn't well, but really it wouldn't make, make it. sense if I called four people gals. It only makes sense if they're all female, and they are. But may, so I guess maybe then the next question you want to ask yourself, and maybe Peggy asks this, is like, why would you insist on um, identifying anybody by any kind of uh, physicality? as opposed to just the fact that, oh, this is the switchboard operator person. That, right. Peggy did ask me that. Oh, she did. And okay, good. So she's probably she, That's exactly at, what she she's asked She's probably me. good at her job then. Yeah. yeah. And so what I said to her and what I'll say to you is if you saw their figures, you would know these are gals. Right. And but, each, 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 each figure is better than the next on these gals. You said that to Peggy. Yeah, yeah just like I'm saying it to you. Right. But I, So again... You know, and I want to walk you backwards a little bit to explain to you that in the, in the same way that you're identifying somebody through um, a gender or through right. like a physical characteristic, it, that is not r really uh, a, a necessary um, and useful um, a attribution to say, uh, hey, look at the cor cor corporeal, corporeal. Uh huh. Corporeal. Yeah. Um, the the physicality. Of, I wouldn't say that. I wouldn't say that. Right. No. But you said. I would, let, I would at, say, let, look at the figure on this gal. Right. Sometimes I don't even do that. If they're walking by, I just do this. What? <laughs> sure. So again, it seems to me like you're from a four lad song, standing in the corner watching the girls go by. Um, and what's gone by actually, magic is that world. Um, that world has has uh, passed. Thankfully, I, I would add, pass by so that we're not identifying people based on the fact that, you know, I'm I'm six foot one and strapping and you're like four eleven and, and pale like like uh, Spooky the Clown. Um, right. which, which, by the we way. We all know Spooky the Clown. It's worth saying that Spooky the Clown. Look, you you've got you've got your uh, your scary figures um, out there. Uh, you, 
you got your spooky the ghost, which is just a normal kind of like Halloween, you know, ah, spooky yeah. figure, like yeah. a be- like a walking cartoon bed sheet that nobody's scared of. Not a three-year-old. Nobody's scared no, of spooky the ghost. Spooky the ghost. No. You've got your spooky the ghost bag, spooky the, the, the ghost uh, um, trigger, tri- got, trick-or-treating yeah. paraphernalia. You've got all the yeah. spooky the ghost kind of It's just like, yeah, you've got an orange background and a white thing with black holes, smiling, uh, smiling face. Spooky, spooky the ghost is is not scary at all. It's kid stuff. Spooky the Clown, if you oh. lay eyes on Spooky the Clown, the reason not everybody knows- That's, the, Clown, that's the last thing you're going to see. You, you're dead. If you lay <laughs> eyes on Spooky the Clown, game over, Get it. you're dead. You don't live yeah. to tell the tale. You've got Jones and Heffernan at the crime scene with the forensics shortly thereafter. Huh, what, what do you think he, he died of, Jonesy? He looks like he just killed right over. It looks like he just killed right over. Well, it, 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 I, I don't and mind. his Halloween candy is gone. Oh, well, if I'm not mistaken, uh, on Fright Night, the thing, kind of thing that's going to give, only one thing's going to give someone a heart attack enough to die of fright, that's Spooky the Clown. And nobody wants to lay eyes on Spooky the Clown. Not even, mm-hmm. not even Mike Myers wants to lay eyes on Spooky the Clown. Mike Myers sees Spooky the Clown. Mike Myers... Oh yeah, Mike Myers sees Spooky slowly the Clown and he's back, like, "Do you do you like it, baby? Do you like it, baby?" He's out there and he's like, "Do you want to shag? Do you want to head off down to the Danforth in Toronto and like make a lot of noise together, baby?" Oh, forget it, baby. Yeah, Mike Myers, even 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 the the multi talented Mike Myers wants nothing to do with Spooky the Clown, nor should he. Hey, take a snack. We'll be right back. Snack? Yeah, we got we got a we got a snack. We're only thirty four minutes into the episode. We might as well here's, we might as well eat it. Here's what's nice about your imminent departure from you know uh, basically the the, the, the world. Um, yeah. The fact not because I'm dead. No, but you're you'll be gone when when people hear about you know your. You know your your old fashioned old school ways of of, of treating uh, the switchboard folk. gals. You'll be yeah, thanks. You'll be gone. And what's nice is, I mean, I mean, there's two things. I'm gonna have to find somebody else whose name starts with M. That's not gonna be that difficult. But what's nice? Or Biglia. Yeah, yeah. You don't have to change the name. Mike and Tom eat snacks. Yeah, maybe you just give me his number at the end of this podcast. What's nice about that's a perfect little dovetail. Well, I'll see there. him in Sweden. I'll talk to him then. They might not be so. It might be me accepting. It might be me and me and Biggs living it up there in the Stockholm sweaty pools. Um, rates. Reggie and Tom eat snacks. That's pretty good. Pick a snack, eat a snack. Rate rates. a snack. Rates. Oh my gosh! Now I'm gonna have to like talk. I'm gonna have to sit both those guys down and interview them. Or maybe cage fight. The thing about you getting gone after this, like you being canceled, is it's a hell of a way to go out. And when I look at yeah. what our snack is today, I think it. Am I? Am I right? This is the this is the original snack. Snack one. This is snack number one. I don't mean in like uh, in in podcast order. I don't mean I'll go I'll take it much further back than that. This is the first snack, biblically speaking. It is, and I think when you say that, I say A is for. Apple. 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 Oh, 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 oh. Apple. 
not done apple yet how is it possible it's the original snack it's the first snack it's the first one it's adam and eve it's it's apple it's incredible this kind of shows how like we might be at the top of our game oh i think we are we play it straight we might be the number one snack podcast ever on the planet but we're just a couple of hokey yokels that don't know to put apple first just a bunch of dumb Dumb white Dumbs. guys. Yeah. You don't know it, how to it, put it, Apple first. In retrospect, obviously, Apple's going to be your first snack. We did Cheetos, like some rubes. And thinking. Like a couple of rubes. And not identifying ourselves as like a couple of rubes, a couple of small town Jaspers, but rather high-fiving and celebrating up and down, you know, Hudson Ave in, in New York City. Like we were like the, the cock of the walk. Oh, Yeah. Thinking, thinking, thinking we're just the bee's knees because we did Cheetos. <laughs> Cheetos, number one snack. On God, the if I could go back in time, I'd slap those two guys around I and would, say, wake up. I would push them under a taxi with, without nary a regret. I'd be like, you fools, you fools. Apple, apple. first snack, apple. Then you could go to Cheetos. Then you go wherever you want, wherever but you, you start want, with start apple. Start with apple. A is for apple. You do a snack podcast, you don't start with apple, you don't know what you're doing. Ultimately, ultimately, every snack you're judging against an apple, it's the first snack. It's number it's one. It's the first snack. It's the origin snack. Fortunately, the viewers, again, we're at the table where the viewers, like us, don't care. Like, ah, you, no, did, no. you didn't do apple first, you did Cheetos, that's fine. No, they don't care. I don't care. No, I don't care either. Great. So apple, I'm holding in my hand what looks oh, like the proto- apple. prototypical apple, right? It's got oh, the red. Classic with, apple right yeah, there. Red with some green, green hues. A little overlay, a little, a, little, a little green leaf at the top. It looks very much like when you ask the school children, you know, what the, what the A is for. They've got like sure. the corresponding picture. It looks like that little classroom apple, does it not? Uh, it's exactly what it looks like. When you bring an apple in for the teacher and you say, here, sweetheart, take an apple. That's exactly what this apple looks like. You say what? Should Have the- an apple. Okay. I thought you said well, you bring an apple in to the, to the teacher, teacher and you give her an apple. Yeah, and and yeah, that sounded, but like. it sounded like just it sounded like when you said you're going to give the teacher an apple, you said you yeah. give the teacher an apple. I thought you said, "Here, sweetheart, here's an apple." That's that's what I think you said, and it feels to me like again, you know, Peggy might want another sit down or two, but I don't know whether you're going to keep continuing having your sit downs after you get the boot post this episode so i guess i'll leave that up to peggy and H. well i'm you know what i'm about i'm i'm about one thing and one thing only and that's respect, respect for, women. for women i mean that's that's, yes, what, we're that's, what, that's what we're about so if i'm in any way crossing the line and, and that's I, the last thing i want to do and i i i'm i'll be the first to apologize okay good so that you don't apologize because you're definitely crossing the line um <laughs> sweetheart have an apple <laughs> I think that might be crossing the line. Anyway, let's get to the snack in hand. This is lovely. It's a, and you've got the same one as me, or the same looking one as me. I know what mine is because it's my favorite type of apple. What have you got there? I've got a Honeycrisp, and honey again, it's a great. little, it's a little, it's a little round fucker, and it's uh, it's red. It's got a little green on it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, it, it looks like it looks like the prototypical apple. I've got 
my favorite that is actually orchard pluck uh, magic. And my favorite is a Macintosh apple. I don't know how every, every apple is orchard plucked and you got your Macintosh hand plucked by me. Oh, I well, went, that's I went, a horse of a different color right sure there. Sure it is. You're, you're banging around like you're in a, a lorry in, 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 back on the motorway or over there. You're tinker bonker, clinker, clunk, and Aristotle's going to lose his mind when he has to clean this podcast up. But anyway. Oh, you got you got a Macintosh. I got a, I got a Macintosh. This is my favorite type of apple. Um, I feel like you had a, a, a solid point um, because not only did we not do this first, you could make the argument that you could divide um, this podcast into two parts. Absolutely. You could do Honeycrisp. You can do Macintosh. Part one, part two. But then you start going down a rabbit hole. A rabbit hole, I don't want to go down. But then you start going down a rabbit hole. A rabbit hole, I don't want to go down because there's so many different varieties of apples, so many different kinds, and we can't do all of them. I don't want to do all of right, them. Right. But I do know? feel, and I don't think the viewers table want to us to do 120 podcasts all about differing types of apple. However, I think there is an argument to be made that you could divvy it up into two subsects. One red apple, one mm -hmm. green apple. Absolutely. That's the demarcation line right mm -hmm. there. Is it a red apple? Is it a green apple? That's all I need to know. Okay. So you agree. Those me. are your two different kinds of apples right. as far as I'm concerned. Agreed. Agreed. S sweeter versus tart. Yeah. Yeah. And that, 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 that's, a, that's a distinction you can make. Uh, and anyone around the world is going to understand that. If Red I apple, were apple. an apple mm -hmm. and I were sitting listening to this podcast and I were a Granny Smith apple. Oh, you'd be furious. I'd be like, these guys are a bunch of little bitches. I cannot Absolutely. stand to listen to this. Turn it off. Turn, turn off this stupid, ignorant podcast. I would be livid. You're like, wait, and you have one guy's... One of these bastards has a Honeycrisp and the other little prick has got a Macintosh. Mm -hmm. That's it? That's their podcast for apples? Mm -hmm. I'm Granny freaking Smith over here. I would, no, be, I would, I, I would be so mad. And, and, and you know what, Granny? You'd be right. You know, right. because from your point of view, you'd be absolutely right. You would understand the nuance, the complexity. You would understand uh, the whole gamut of apples that you and I, as snackologists, understand, but aren't going to delve that deeply into. We don't have the time. We don't have the resources. We don't have the resources to do it. We, That's we, the main we just thing. Don't. HR takes up 60, 70, 80% of the resources right now, and we don't have yeah. the resources to do well, they're all hiring. The, all the, all you know the they're hiring now. I it's my fault, apparently. They're, hi they're hiring because of you? Apparently. They're like, we, we got to vet this whole institution. Yeah. If this guy so. is at the top of the chain... And he he's an abject failure. What are we doing? No, I, I they, they've been they've been putting out calls all day looking for people. I, I was I've been listening to the gals in the switchboard, and and uh, all they're doing all day, you know. What what are they doing? It's interesting that we have a switchboard, is it not? Feels yeah, like Murray Hill four three two one nine. Like yeah. that feels like days of your uh, territory. You'd think to me. we would have gotten rid of that. Like at it, this point, like what what is a switchboard? What, what, what do you mean a switchboard? Like when I think about it, is there a room full of like wires and dots. Yeah. And oh, there is. Like, You've never been in the switchboard room? No, I didn't know until oh, you got Tommy. You got to go. The gals in there have is, figures on them that won't <laughs> quit. Right. Well, speaking of quitting, this has been great. Um, this has been Apple. Apple. Uh, I, I mean, first off, listen to that. Now that's a good sounding apple right there. That's a good sounding apple.
It's delicious. It's I'm not take, take a bite of mine. It's not delicious, Graham. It's not delicious. Really delicious. It's funny. I've had this experience. I would say as far back as I can remember, where in the great snack aisle of life, Apple, much as the Bible tells you, has always been there. Apple has always been available. And I, as a consumer, have often thought, yeah, 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 yeah. And walked right past for the, the snack of the day, the snack du jour, the snack that I, I, I wanted. And yet, every time I acquiesce to, all right, I'll just have, a, have an apple, and I take that bite, I'm like, oh, this is, this, is, this is amazing. This is apple. This is OG. And, and it, it makes me happy. It, it's more filling than you expect. It's, mm -hmm. it, it's more uh, thirst quenching than you expect. Um, I learned that from my dear ma when I was thirsty on a road trip once, like three or four years old. She's like, have apple slices. I'm like, ah, that's food. And yet, how Wait. right she was. I consumed a few apple slices. I was not as thirsty as I'd been. Hmm. I'm having a similar experience with my honey crisp here. I took a bite. Mm -hmm. Now look, I came in with prejudices, biases, mm -hmm. thinking to myself, apple, what, you know, how high is apple going to rate? You know, mm -hmm. I took a bite. It immediately shot up a couple points. You know? Sure, sure. It's like apple. apple, apple, apple's amazing. You're good. Uh, apple, know? apple is uh, the, the apple is uh, good. Doesn't describe it. I mean, it does describe it. It's a descriptor. Um, apple is original. How about that? Absolutely original. And, and you're right, Tom. The crunch is tremendous. You're not going to replicate that crunch anywhere. Um, juicy, sweet, yeah, a little bit tart, yeah, you know? just a little bit tart, yeah, fleshy, fibrous. Yep. You know it's good for you, yeah, but that's not detracting from it. I like the apple skin. I like, I like just a little bit of apple skin you get. Yeah, sure. a diff Slightly different texture. Yep. As you're as you're as you're clawing your way through the apple. Yep. Yeah, you can get bites with uh, Mac skin bites with min skin and those mm -hmm. are different bites satisfying in their own different ways and it just and it sounds terrific i mean mm. just listening to you eat it mm -hmm. i'm taking a big chunk out of it um you it, can put it in your pocket walk around not after you've eaten it but yeah i don't well, know it's a good pocket food you know walking uh -huh. around you need a you want to put a snack in your pocket got a couple apples grab an apple yeah sure it stands it does it ever stand it stands the test of time better than any snack out there, I would say. Ratings? I'm just thinking it through a little bit. You know, I want to make sure I've really said what I need to say about Apple. It's hard to it's it it's hard to feel like we could ever get there. What can you say about Apple? Like Apple, it's a universal experience. Everybody knows Apple. Everybody knows Apple. Everyone understands Apple. Everyone, everyone, I think gives Apple its. It's weight. There, there's there's uh, there's a whole other level that comes with with Apple. I'm trying I mean, to I'm trying to, the, to think of you, something that might fig maybe I don't know like something that might compare in terms of weight of a snack. Yeah, I don't know uh, banana. I don't know uh, apple. I mean apple. Uh, apple kind of 
Apple and banana. Those are your those are your big two. I feel like. I think you're right. In the fruit aisle. Uh, fully agree. Uh, I fully uh, agree. Really? No, I don't think we've done banana. I think we have. Have we? I'm oh, we have. I'm gonna say we did banana in the top ten. Yeah, that was an early one. Don't know why we started there. We didn't start with Apple. Yeah, because like that's uh, the whole thing. We we're large. We contain multitudes. We're human. We went yeah. with Cheetos over Apple. Yeah, a couple of jerks that we were. Says a lot about us, doesn't it? Nothing good. Nothing good. Nope, nothing good at all. And yet. Would you, do you ever go back to back on Apple? Would you ever finish an Apple and then pick up another Apple? Sure. I've never done that. I've done that. I can tell you when you, I've done that. Like when you're Apple picking, mm-hmm. you're, you're going to eat, you're going to have an Apple and then you're going to like think, oh, I can't need another Apple. And then that, look at that one. You have another Apple. You've gone back to back to back Apples? I've gone, I want to say I've quartet Appled, I think. Maybe even Sanctuple. Really? Sure. Sure. You don't want to eat. Never done that. You don't eat too many apple at once, I can tell you from experience. It sort of like jams up the whole system a little bit. But yeah, I've certainly gone back to back and not just when I'm picking in an orchard. Hmm. I've, I don't think, I've never eaten more than one apple in a sitting. Ever in your I mean, entire life. Your no. entire 72 years, you have no. never had more than one apple in a sitting. No. You know, that first bite for me, tremendous. As I'm getting halfway around the apple, I'm losing my enthusiasm. Is that right? You know, it's fills you up pretty quick sure sure it does it it's does not that i feel it's not that i feel full but it's like you know you give me a you give me a tostito we've talked about this mm-hmm. i'll go to the end of the bag yeah yeah i'm not gonna do that with that you're not gonna slow bag it um i'll tell you what i'll finish an I, apple i'll offer this at app but give given what you're saying apple is the perfect serving size right it Go, is god had it right yeah God was like, here's what you need, and this is all you need. You don't need more than that. Oh, you fit it in your palm. Snake isn't like, have a, have have four apples. Mm-mm. The snake's like- Snake wasn't even have one apple. Snake was like, take a bite from the fruit of knowledge. Yeah, it's going to be all you need. It's fruit of the tree of knowledge. Yeah. One bite, you'll be fine. Just one bite. Just one bite. What do you got to lose? Yeah. Take your hand away from covering up your loins and take a bite of this apple. Well, and since then, people have not been able to take their hands away from their loins Mm -hmm. or resist having an apple. That guy shot the apple off his kid's head. Sure. Waste of a perfectly good apple. Newton laws of physics. Newton invented physics because of the apple. Because of the apple. If there weren't apple, we'd have no physics. Things would just be flying off the shelves all the time. All, all the time. There'd be no gravity. That's because of the apple. The apple's like contributed to society. You know, apple. Uh, I'm on an apple computer right now. Sure. You know what I mean? Like apple. It's just it's, uh, apple, apple, apple. Apple cheek bottoms, you know, like the like the gals in the switchboard room. What's that now? The gals in the switchboard room. <laughs> yes. Apple cheek bottoms. What does that mean? Are you talking about the shape of their posteriors? Yeah, yeah, they're cans. <laughs> they're look like cans. A, look like they look like they got a couple apples up their skirts, you know. <laughs> okay. Mike. Apple cheek bottoms. Berbiglia or Reggie and Tom. Eat snacks. This is going to be a 
It's going to have to be a cage fight, I think. <laughs> Ratings? Ratings for sure. Ratings. 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 You pick it. You eat it. You rate it. You pick it. You eat it. You rate it. You can pick it. You can eat it. But if you don't rate it, it's not. The purge system, you gotta pick and eat and rate, you gotta rate and eat and pick, you gotta pick and eat and rate, rate, rate. You wanna go first? I don't know. I'm sort of like, <clears throat> I need a sip of water after singing that stupid song. Take a bite of the apple, you'll be less thirsty. Oh, you're right. Oh, you're right. You're right. Um, um you know... I know Apple. where this is going. I'll... I don't think you do. Okay. Maybe you do. Maybe I do. Maybe I don't. Apple, you're the OG. You started us off. Without you, there'd be no snack game. We owe you everything. Apple, you're the apple of my eye. You inspired the Beatles. You've given us so much. Over the years, Apple. The iPhone, the Beatles, gravity. You gave us gravity. Um, I take a bite of you. I think, oh man, Apple, you're so good. But then, by bite three, by bite four, I'm thinking, I'm tired of you, Apple. You drop, you drop that first beat so hard. By the time we get to the chorus, I'm like, when is this song over? I've been eating, Apple, I've been eating you for the last 20 minutes. And I still got so much more to go. You're starting to feel like a chore, Apple. Five. <laughs> Fucking five. Five. Apple. You know, the great thing about my uh, my partner here is the great thing I think about this podcast, and that is you play it straight. Got to play it straight. He feels five-ish, and you're not going to find me going like, you're wrong. I, I had a friend once uh, tell me I was wrong about something, and I said, that's my opinion, and he retorted, your opinion's wrong. Um, and I am not about to tell you, your five is wrong. He, he plays it straight. That's the reason we're still hanging on. You know, that's the reason we're hanging on. We're at the top of the snack game because, because we play it straight. Apple, you know, the gravity thing, thanks. I'm of two minds. I think it'd be, the world might be a lot more entertaining if, if, if gravity wasn't so sad. Um, I, I, I'm of two minds about the onslaught of technology. Um, uh, the Beatles, yeah, thanks. You know, you, you've given us you so much, but also you're, you're sort of there when, you know, original sin got pegged and it's hard to disassociate you from that apple. On the other hand, there's not was that wasn't Apple's fault. 
You don't want to blame Apple for that? That wasn't Apple. That was Snake's fault. That who, was an Apple's who fault. Who was there? Adam. Yeah. Who else? Eve. Yeah. Who else? Snake. Yeah. Who else? Apple. Okay. All right. So one thing, though, I think that it's wor- is worth mentioning. When you, when you get to like three quarters done with the Apple, you don't want to continue it. You, you can take that apple and turn it into a projectile. You can, you can ping that out the window of the car. You can fire that at your best bud. And it, it's hard to discount a snack that so naturally turns in and has always been a ready-made projectile. Built for chucking. Um, apple has given us seeds to plant more apples, to plant more orchards, orchards for children to climb and folks to pick. Um, a- a- Apple has been a sustaining force to not just a, a particular area or a specific country, but rather the entire globe. It, it is in many ways the or- original snack. Unlike you, I find the serving size of the apple perfect. I don't start to tire after um, three or four bites. Moreover, snacks come and go, and yet I'll find myself every few days packing an apple into the bag, you know, picking an, an apple up off the table and just take, taking it with. You know, will I eat it? Sometimes, but definitely not always. But it's, it's there because I know that if I need to round things off or if in a pinch I just need something the, the apple's right there. The apple's been a companion of mine for decades. And like I said, I'm often reaching for something else, but when I take that first bite of the apple, it doesn't disappoint. That lobs me way above five. Apple, 7.5. That's my rating. I'll see you next week. Maybe not. Star Brands Audio, a, podca- <clears throat> a podcast network.